What's up, y'all? Y'all already know what it is with me, baby. We live right now. I said we live. Holly Moe live, baby. Each and every Wednesday from 8 to 10. Come rock with your boy and Justice J. And we got DJ Rick on the ones and twos. Okay? Pure Romance Consultant, Pure Romance by Esther. Make sure you guys check out my website at www.pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R. And also, make sure you guys tune in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live because guess what? During the Bedroom Talk segment, I will be giving out a special code for you guys to get a special discount when you shop with me. So make sure you guys are tuning in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live, the party before the party. I'm your girl, Justice J, also known as Pure Romance by Esther. DJ Rick Entertainment. Big sound, professional equipment, competitive pricing. Who else you gonna go with? DJ Rick can handle all your live sound needs at any event in the DMV. Large or small, indoors, outdoors, weddings, barbecues, and even your friendly neighborhood protest. You need an experienced and professional sound man? Call DJ Rick Entertainment. 202-749-7903. That's 202-749-7903. Wait, wait a minute. I know what you're thinking. Man, DJ Rick got my event sounding so good. How can I live stream it on the internet? Well, guess what? DJ Rick offers live streaming services too. So you can Facebook and YouTube your event worldwide with full audio fidelity. Call DJ Rick Entertainment, 202-749-7903. Or send them an email, djrick4321 at gmail.com. That's djric4321 at gmail.com. Big Sal at competitive pricing. And now live streaming, DJ Rick Entertainment. Who else you gonna go with? Okay, I am the DMV Wine Diva, and you're tuning in to the party before the party. Yeah. 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 Get your freak on. <laughs> see, that's the wine tasting song right there. You see how you do it, face? Yes, sir. Get your two step yet. You in tune with Party Mode Live. The Wine Diva, y'all.
Y'all cut the go-go off to show me walking the ring. Come on. <laughs> but hey, but I had go-go, I had go-go music on. When Oscar, this is what people don't know. I was number one in the world. Oscar De La Hoya was the champ, was, 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 he lost to Phyllis Trinidad. So that means Phyllis Trinidad, I'm not number one in the world for Oscar. I'm number one in the world for the WBC Waterweight Championship, right? He lost that to Phyllis Trinidad. The reason I fought Oscar, Oscar lost. I don't supposed to be fighting um, Oscar. I'm supposed to be fighting Trinidad. Mm. Trinidad, was, Trinidad was paying me 1.3 million to fight him. And Oscar and Shane Mosley was after me. So Oscar had to wait after me and after Shane Mosley. So they came to me and offered me 2.3 million to fight. And he made them say that I was making 600,000 just so it can belittle Trinidad. Like I'm gonna turn down three, 1.3 with Trinidad mm -hmm. to fight him <clears throat> for 600,000. First of all, why would I fight Oscar? He lost his belt to Trinidad. I'm not, I'm not number one in the world to fight Oscar. I'm number one in the world to fight for the WBC belt. Trinidad had it. I didn't fight Trinidad. Nobody knew that. <clears throat> I I took the extra million dollars to fight De La Hoya because I said this: if I beat Oscar, I'm still just as big. If I beat Trinidad, and I and I thought Oscar was bigger than the WBC belt. Hey, yo, the 808, I make you slide, slip in slide. This your boy DJ Rick, man. We here tonight, Party Mo Live. What a show! What a show! Guess what? We ready. Yep, we here. This your boy DJ Rick, man. We ready for the show. 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Party Mo Live. Guess what? Welcome to DC. Yes, sir. Justice, come on in, baby. I thought this was the appropriate song to play tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that man, uh oh. Where he at? Bishop. Come on in, brother. I thought this was the appropriate song to play tonight since this is all about DC. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to back it on up. Hey, Justice, let me know what's going on. We have another great show for you guys tonight, and I'm so excited because what's going on with your mic? 
Like the song said, we gonna be right there. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound better, man. Hey, hey. Huh? Hey, Bishop, I think you better take over real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Bishop. Take off. It's going to be a good show, man. We got we got a couple stars coming through, man, to shed a light with it tonight, man. Hopefully, man, you know, you get some insight on a lot of things. And we got Red Grant coming through, man. We're running for mayor. Y'all might know him as a comedian, man, but he got a serious side. Said he's running for mayor, man. He wants the people to know what it's all about. We also got Roosevelt, man. Kept on through with the movies, man. Got trying to get us some movies, man. Tune in. He's trying to do it. He's how he did it, how he do it. He you know, got a new movie out. Make sure y'all go check it out, too, man. So stay tuned, baby. We're going to wait. We're going to yep. check with Jeff to make sure she's all right, y'all. Yes, sir. And we won't act up again tonight, y'all. More like a hidden hole, sort of like we tackling. And we crank so hard because we be practicing. And this is just the beginning, Slim. We just scrimmaging, so lace up your Nike boots and bags with the Timberlands. When the brothers off the boat like they Gilligan. A monster this weekend, this oh, hour. Yeah. Hey, Bernie hey, got a piece of DJ hey, Rick this weekend, and they just went cool out there. Hey, it's for two, you come to party, not four. Hey, seven, gotta step it on out. Hey, it's for two, you come to party,
in tonight because I know later on I'm gonna give you what I gave them up at Glen Burnie this weekend. They done lost their freaking minds up there. They didn't know what hit. We had two of the baddest DJs up there for the fundraiser. Me and my man DJ Super B. Yes, sir. And we lit that place up. They lost their minds. Hey, Justin, we don't want to give them too much early. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what's gonna happen. So much is all to me, baby. Unless it's on the castle, don't know how to. 
We on a strict. We on a strict time tonight, y'all. So when she throw that thumb up and tell say, I gotta go, y'all. See y'all later. Can y'all hear me? Oh, there she go. Uh-oh, <laughs> she's back, y'all. Y'all get on my nerves. Anyway, y'all are tuned in to Party Mode Live, baby. We are the party before the party power by GoGo TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J. Bishop King, down below. Hey, down below. And, of course, we got DJ Rick on the ones and twos, y'all. Oh, it feels so good to be back here on another lovely Wednesday, crazy, wild, hump day Wednesday with the Party Mo Live crew, because y'all already know that we got a crazy show for y'all tonight. So, Bishop already gave, you know, like the little, <laughs> the little rundown of how the show's going to go tonight. So without further ado, we're going to jump right on into this. I first want to give a shout out to our show sponsor. Shout out to the PVP Originals. Make sure you guys check her out on Instagram at PVP Originals for all of your photography, videography, and apparel needs. You guys can send her at all inquiry emails to pvporiginals at gmail.com. Also, if you guys are looking to throw a party, you guys need a sound man, a DJ, a live stream, Make sure you guys hit up DJ Rick Sound and Entertainment for all your information and inquiry needs. You guys contact 202-749-7903 or send an email to DJRick4321 at gmail.com. And of course, you know we can't let the night go by without making sure you guys have all of your bedroom needs. Make sure you guys visit Pure Romance by Esther, which is pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R for all of your bedroom and bath and beauty needs. Okay, you guys, everything that you need right there, one spot, one shop, stop, like everything like you you can't ask for anything more if you or someone that you know would like to be a sponsor of party mode live make sure you guys send us an email for more details to party live at gmail.com if you have a brand business or service that you would like to broadcast send your email to party live at gmail.com 
boom bada bing bada boom just like that all right y'all so listen um last week we had wind down wednesday a special guest miss denise the the dmv wine diva right so i finally got my wines um do i have any left no i don't but it's not because i drink them so listen no 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 no. listen before y'all go judging me so I went to go, I got, I got home after I picked them up, um, what was it, Saturday, Friday or Saturday? I get home and I go to open the door to my car and splash. My wine hits the ground and the bottle bursts. When I say piss. Not the cognac joint, the cognac. Yes, the cognac uh, one. Oh. Out of all the ones that could have failed, my cognac was on the let me ground. Say this on behalf of everybody that's watching. You should have got, got a cardboard and start scooping that joke. Hey man, I like it wasn't even it was like it didn't even like break halfway. Like just the uh, top of it broke off. Uh, no, the whole broke. thing splattered. Uh, like uh, the whole entire thing shattered on the ground. Like I had to just like scooted with my foot like it was too many pieces for me to even pick up to try to get out of the the parking spot because i didn't want to just leave the glass there you know for a car to run over or something like that but it was too much for me to even do that so like i'm up there trying to just move the glass shards even just to the curb to the grass to get them out the way i was pissed things work all things work together for the good (laughs) god was probably saying you was going to drink half that bottle or you was going to do some things you shouldn't have done that day I was actually on my way in the house to punish that bottle. (laughs) Yeah, it's a weekend. Time for freaking. I'm I'm just saying. I didn't have anything to do. (laughs) Like, I didn't have anything to do. So I was, so it had to be Friday because we had a show Saturday. I was so mad. Like, I, I don't even know if Matt was appropriate for this situation. But, like, I'm still pissed off. But the good thing is, the good thing is I did have the other two. The other two were great. I did share them. Um, one of them was a gift to my parents because my parents just celebrated their 39th wedding anniversary. Um, oh, so they did yeah. enjoy that as well. Um, yeah, they were good old <laughs> time. Never mind. I ain't going to ask that question. Go ahead, all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think my mom would want me to put that information out there. But anyway. I, what are so, you talking about? Anyway. So... I want to hop on over to um, we're we're skipping over bedroom talk, you guys, just for the sake of who we have on the show today for our guests, because I want to keep it, you know, a little a little appropriate tonight. So we're gonna move on over to let's talk about it, right? So this is my let's talk about it. <clears throat> so I was having a conversation with a guy, and this gentleman was talking to me about how he. Um, doesn't get to see his child that often right and i was like i said well why not like you i thought your baby mother you know only live like 20 minutes away from you right he says yeah but i work too much i said wait that's your reasoning for not seeing your child he was like yeah i said so she's not keeping you from your child your excuse is that you work too much right he's like yeah i said okay so 
what like what are your hours like what is it that you do that you actually have to work and he named off this list of things that he does and then at the end of the day like bottom line he he had so much free time and i was just like sir you're complaining for no reason like there are so many guys out here that would like to be able to get to see their child and you're complaining about being one of those guys but you have ample opportunities to see your child so i say i ask him i said so when was the last time that you know you hit your baby mother up and was like hey I'm on my way to come pick my child up for a little bit. I can't keep her for the night. Well, keep them because he, he had two. So he said, I can't keep them for the night, but I just want to spend some time. I said, when was the last time you did that? He's like, I don't ever do that because I feel like it's going to be a waste of time because I, you know, I'm going to have to take them back. He said, I'm going to have to take them back to their mother, you know, then they're going to have to eat dinner and get a bath and everything. I said, so why don't you just take your kids out to dinner? And then take them back to their mom. So that way, all they have to do is get a bath. How old is the dude? He is, I want to say, 32. I, I asked that because, you know, I'm a big Martin fan. And he just sounded like he related to Cole. <laughs> he's stupid. Hey, that, that's, I don't, that, that, that he's stupid. <laughs> So like I'm just just imagine like my face. I'm sitting here looking at this dude. Like this is really what you're complaining about, though. Like you're really so, trying to say that you work too much. And then the amount of hours that he works, he only works forty to sixty hours a week. Okay, forty to so, sixty. Um, before I start assuming the reason he spilled that out, what's what's the what was the com like? Do y'all have regular conversations, or he's trying to holler at you? Like, what is the conversation? Um, so it is a situation like he where he is, he, he is trying to talk to me. It sounds like he was trying to impress a female with, okay, I love my kids. I can't get to them. Though. I work so much. I this, but, I that. But he's related to Cole. How does that impress me? How does that impress me? If I am a full-time mother and I take care of my kids, because, um, yes, let me, let me, let me put this out there though. My children's fathers are in their lives. I only got two they are in their lives so i don't want y'all out here thinking oh i'm bashing my kids forward that's not what it is but i am a full-time mother who goes to doctor's appointments i do who takes care of them when they're sick i do so for him to sit up there and think that i'm going to be empathetic to right. his situation it's, it's all about what he perceived as a as a you know as a come up or as a stepping stone to a nice you know conversation with the woman who got kids i got a, i got a daughter i can't get to her. i got two daughters i can't get to because i work so much so now you think in his head you thinking okay he love he got two kids he love them kids he can't get to them and, and he wants to so now that's supposed to be a plus but the reason why he can't get to it is because he works so much that's why he threw that in there like rick do you get where i'm going with this rick i got you I he get it. Was, I, I understand was, what you're saying. Retarded, but he thought it was going fellas, I am here to tell you, I don't care about none of these other females. I don't care what, about what none of these other females do. Me, 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 me. I am not the one for you to come talk to, trying to holler at, and you're going to start off the conversation like, like it was cool conversation at first, but then when we started getting into, into an in-depth conversation and we started talking about the kids and everything, for you to start off with, I don't get to see my kids. 
and you thought that that was going to be okay with me? No, no, no. I'm not that woman. I'm that woman that is going to make sure you see your kids. Well, not even make sure. Well, I'm going to make sure you see your kids before you take me out. Because if you got time to take me out, you got time to go see your kids. I mean, because if you still got to go home and get in the tub and get in the bed, why he going to take you out and not his kids? Because they got to go home. My get point tub, exactly. Because he's thinking exactly. you get out that tub, you get in his bed. I got that bad Hail to the no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that ain't happening. If you're listening, young thirty-two, not Deuce, but you, young thirty-two, looking ass nigga, I get your mind right, man. You know, hang around some older men or something, man. They got something on their mind that can teach you something, man. Watch a good movie or something. Watch Love Jones. I don't know. Do something, Cole Brown. Golly, random spoons. That's that's what he reminded me of. <laughs> So it is safe to say uh, and to confirm that uh, we are no longer in communication because what I do not entertain is a nigga that don't try and a nigga that don't um, go the extra mile for his kids. I won't even say try. The nigga that don't go the extra mile for his kids. I do not endorse that. So unless you are one of those people who, you know, is not allowed to see your kid where your baby mother is just, you know, holding your kids hostage. And even in that situation, I probably still wouldn't put myself in it because I don't want to be involved in that because then that's going to bring baby mama drama. And I ain't got time for that. I'm in a very peaceful state in my life and I ain't got time for it. So it's not a turn on, fellas, when you come to me and talk to me about how you work too much to see your kids coming from a mother who has two of her own. I wish one of my father, one of my uh, kids' fathers would say, "Oh, I can't see my kid because I'm working." Yeah, man, I do too many go-go shows, and this this party more live. I just hope my baby mom understand. And he's like, "Which one? All of them?" Because I be working so much. I, I give I give this show all my two hours. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. <laughs> Like, hold up, cuz did you just say two hours? Yeah, baby, I'll be working. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, Roosevelt, you see that? I need to be on the movie fast. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, Bishop, this is what we about to do. You ready? Scene. Here we go. Bishop, what you mean you can't see your kids this weekend? Y'all got shit to do. What that got to do with seeing these kids? Because they in the way of my shit to do. But they're your kids. You're the one that asked me to have your kids. You shouldn't have been talking all that mess when you was all up inside this. First of all, it's our kids. And inside of that, now that's mine. Oh, boy, bye. Okay. First of all, See, you knew what it was. You knew what it was when you was all up in this. Now we got to rehearse how we do You need to take care of these kids. You need to take care of these kids. Rick, scene cut. We got to go rehearse how we do it. We be back to the quick break. Let's see. You that. You told pinky me you like I did at the wine weekend, and I'm supposed to be going out. So what? what why everything changed? Huh? Just let me let me, let me know why everything changed. I Excuse me. Come again. Weekend. Come again. What you I'm say? I'm be going out this weekend. I don't care about that. These kids huh? don't care about that. Well, I mean, I got. What's up, Tracy? Welcome to the party. These kids don't, don't care, care about what show you got. Care. These kids don't care about the only thing that these kids care about is your nine to five, whatever you do Monday through Friday, and anything else that you got to do that you planned wow. to do on the weekend ain't got nothing to do with these kids. You better come pick these kids up and give me a break 
because I'm tired oh, of sitting in the house and not having some me time. Okay, you scoop ball head. You talk about a break. Girl, give me a break of here. You it ain't got nothing to do with a break. It got everything to do with your kids. Nigga, listen. Your kids growing than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. What's up, Tracy? Welcome to the party. Yo. I can't stand you. <laughs> listen, guys. shout out to DJ Function. Shout out to DJ Function, y'all. <laughs> He's tuned in right now. You guys can catch his show uh, on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 on Google Radio Live as well. Um, listen, for all of you guys that are commenting on Facebook right now, we cannot see your comments, okay? So please jump on over to download the Twitch app. Go to your app store and download the free Twitch app so that way you guys can interact with us because we can only see your comments if you're on Twitch, okay? So for another Let's Talk About It? Yes, we do have time for another Let's Talk About It. Can, can I talk about Hey, something? DJ Cool. We got DJ Cool in the building, too. What's, What's up, Cool? Y'all can catch his show uh, on Mondays from 8 to 10 on GoGo TV as well. Damn. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> What's up, DJ Cool? Listen. Give me Sako. Uh, Rocco. Who's it, Rocco or Sako? My bad. We'll talk to him later on. Sako. Yeah, anyway, okay. go. Come on. So, I'm. We played with Backyard up the Aqua on Friday. And I left there smelling like I just did a show in a burning house. I left a house fire. From head to toe, I was smelling like smoke. I don't like smoke, that? first of all. I didn't even smell good no more. When you were like, in the I'm, smoke house. That, that, I was, uh, man, I was mad as hell. I'm confused. So in Aqua, you can smoke now. Right, but... but on the Backyard what? Show... Smoke what? I, I, everything you want to. They be smoking any and everything in it. Black and mild, cigars, weed, cigarettes. What about... Okay. Don't everything. Smoke. That's so many smells. Man, it was so cloudy. First of all, even my mask was smelling like I just tried to save somebody from a burning house. See, I have an issue with that, one, because of my hair, two, because of my outfit, and three, because we vocalists. Like, I don't know about like, you, but I cannot like, sing it, in an environment like that. It felt like a cold smoke ventilator was just blowing down my throat, no homo. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, man. But, I mean, you know, it's no knock against backyard. They don't control it that part, but. Because they weren't smoking, but the crowd itself, you know what I'm saying? And we play awkward every week, but RE is a different crowd, so it's a different mm -hmm. scene. But it's still some smoking, but they obey the smoking sections. And backyard joint, it's down to 2,000 people, and they're smoking everything. <laughs> oh, my God. See, that's Boy, too I much. In that's before too I got much. to the stage, I was high book. I wouldn't be able to sing with all of that. Man, it, it, was, it was crazy, man. It was I, can't crazy. Even, I can't even go to a cigar. I can't even go to a cigar lounge. I don't like smoke, period. So, I mean, that ain't going to work well with me. I, I get home, I take my clothes off, get in the shower, and all I, I can smell smoke all through the house. Why? Because them damn clothes smell like I just rescued them from a five-story house fire. 
three alarm blazing. Yeah, Nick. That's nasty. That's yeah, nasty. I, I can't. I can't do that. Um. So listen. Looking at my watch, you know, it's about that time for DJ Rick to uh spit some tunes. So listen, for all of you guys, again, one more time, all of you guys that are over on Facebook, bitch, remind me to cut your, uh, your let's talk about it all, but we got to we gotta stay on schedule. So for all of you guys that are on Facebook right now, like I said, jump on over to your app store, download the free app Twitch. And what you're going to do is search in the search bar party mode live and you guys can interact with us and watch the rest of the show on there. And we'll be able to see your comments on there because we can't see the comments on Facebook. Yes, we, you know, did stream on there. We allowed you guys to be able to view it on there, but we cannot interact with you on Facebook. We can only interact with you guys on Twitch. So jump on over to Twitch, download that, and you guys can catch the rest of the show, interact with us. Uh, post your questions for our guests, everything. So uh, don't go nowhere. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune on in. Download that app. Follow us. Subscribe to our channel, Party Mode Live. And um, DJ Rick is about to spit something for you. Twerk some. Are we going we gonna to twerk a little something or what? No, we no, can't we ain't twerk tonight. yet. Yeah, we can't twerk tonight. We might you, twerk at the end of the show. You don't want to twerk yet? Whoa. <laughs> Y'all are tuning in to Party Mode Live, baby. DJ Rick, okay. let's go. The what guy is it don't listen. All the y'all that's still on Facebook, get over here. We got Grant from there coming up next, y'all. Yes, sir. We want to welcome you to Party Mode Live where the party is a party, party after party. Party whenever you party. DJ Money, what's up, baby? DJ Cool, what's up? DJ Function, what's up? We got all our brothers from uh, Go Go Radio in the building tonight, man. Welcome, welcome. You know how we doing party mode live. We act up. All I can say is we act up. Hey, Bishop, sing, sing, sing to him, Bishop. I told you we act up, ladies. That's my man, Bishop. He's singing to you, ladies. Let's do a two-step, ladies. I'm going to dance with you tonight. We, I got you.
know, y'all. I can't, I can't stay mellow long, y'all. I got to go. Man, you got the big bad DJ Rick in the building today, cause we was acting up this weekend. We showed up for acting up tonight. Let's go, party mode. Okay, Dre. How y'all like that? Hey, Come on, my twin. Welcome. Your like first time, put a one up. Don't act like that, girl. Make sure you shake.
Welcome to Party Mode Live. We got Justice J, Bishop King, and you know your boy, DJ Rick on the ones and two. The party before the party, the party after the party, party when we party. This is how we do it. It's Party Mode Live, the number one talk show in Yogo. And guess what? We going again. Baby, we are the party before the party powered by Gogo TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J, Bishop King, and DJ Brick on the ones and twos. As usual, each and every Wednesday, you guys, we bring you all a hell of a show. And did y'all really think that we were gonna go a week and disappoint you guys? Uh, no, so 
of course, you know, we had to bring somebody special on. Every guest, I believe, is special. But this one right here is running for mayor, you guys. And if y'all don't know, y'all are about to find out. So without further ado, we are bringing to the stage Mr. I'm going to say the name that he's going by right now, Grant for mayor. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Rodney, yes, sir. You, you can call me Rodney. You call me Red. It's all good. It's the same. Red Grant. It's all good. How are you? What's going you on, some, Grant? We're good. How are you? Smiling at these fools. Let my gap show. <laughs> I just knew you was about to come on here with that laugh. I've been practicing that laugh all week. <laughs> I, stay, I laugh at him all the time. You already know. I, I laugh at him all the time. You know, I'm glad to be on here. Thank you for bringing me on tonight. I appreciate it. It's all love. We're in the city. And that, hey, Rick, that crank is that crank crank. And I see you. I see you play my man Dog, too. Yes, I was uh, in the studio. I brought him to the studio that night with Red Essence. So that's your wow. special to me. Yeah, that's, that's all good, man. Because I know I know we got to bring it to you, Red. Hey, this D.C., baby. This D.C. Hey, you better not disappoint me, man. I ain't going to disappoint <laughs> you. You better not no, disappoint me. No, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to jump right on into it because we don't have, you know, our whole two-hour show to talk with you tonight. And preferably we can have you on again. So I'm a fingers crossed on that one. So like I said, we're going to jump right on into this. So what made you um, decide to run for mayor? Like you went from comedy to politics. How did you, like, what inspired that transition? Um, well, I was inspired three years ago uh, when I, I was at home and I was just seeing all of the things that was going on in my city that were changing. Um, and change is good, but some of it was, a lot of it was negative change. Uh, and I, God told me, Red, it's time for you to come home and serve, sell your uh, house, sell your cars, and, and, you know, get back into the community heavy. So... I started um, my mission three and a, three years ago uh, to run for mayor, and I started creating programs and different things that I saw when I was young around my city. You know, uh, getting involved with with coaching again, and uh, started a program called Don't Shoot Guns, Shoot Cameras, uh, where we help kids learn filmmaking from beginning to end. And I just, you know, I'm a family guy. And I just feel like our city deserves to understand, you know, what DC family really is. You know, our city is off a lot right now, and I feel like I'm that perfect person to get it back on track. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, Bishop. All right. So, I, as I'm, I'm looking right, and I, I, I like to use this term now. I'm gonna steal it from you. Just let you know that. It's all so, right. so in regards to purpose over popularity. And the reason I said I'm still at because I feel like we all can use that in everyday life, not just uh -huh. conversating with you or about the BMA or anything like that. But that was, I think that the concept is pretty dope. Um, but in regards to being mayor, mm -hmm. how does that pertain? Like, can you explain uh, what you actually mean by that? Uh, well, purpose over popularity, you know, I've been, I've been popular for a long time, since I was 19 years old probably before that when I was in high school and uh, junior high. And um, I think people get more caught up in popularity and, and instead of purpose. 
you know, I think we always put on this earth for, for a purpose. And I feel like when you have a purpose, you know, you, you're able to share that purpose with others and, and let people who, you know, don't understand their true purpose, you know, bring that out in them. So I, I started living by that, you know, purpose over popularity, you know, no matter who you are, how much money you make and where you think you are, who you think you are, how many TV shows or how many movies you've done. It don't mean nothing if you don't have no purpose and if you're not, you know, serving uh, the community that, you, that you're from or serving the community around this country because, you know, my, my hands reach uh, far from D.C., but D.C. is what bred me. And I, I like to make that example and prove to people that, you know, you don't have to, you can be a celebrity and, and lay everything down and also be purposeful in, in society. So I, I use that on a daily basis, purpose over popularity, because I think we all should just take a look at ourselves and, and humble ourselves and, and become more involved. Yeah, just, just being in the go-go world, I see that a lot. It's more about popularity than versus the purpose. So it, I, I believe that we all can use that in our everyday lives because it's a lot of, especially not just go-go, but our black community, period. They, popularity yeah. is everything to most people. So, Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, popularity is cool, but, you know, <laughs> when you become popular, you understand. I mean, just look how many uh, millionaires, they, they're not happy out here. You know, look how many people who uh, are very successful are truly not happy. So mm -hmm. when you put all your, your eggs into to monetary, you know, you you find out sooner or later that it's really not about that. You know, if you're true to it, if you you from the from the mud, uh, so that's why I live. I live by that. Like that purpose over popularity is very important to me. I appreciate it. Oh, hey, Red. Red, coming from D.C., man. You living in D.C. Um, over the years, how how has D.C. changed? And um, is it for better or worse? I mean. Tell me about that. Um, well, I mean, we all see how, how it's changing. Um, I would say, you know, change is, is, is um, going to always happen in, in any situation. This is how you handle change. Is uh, Are you able to actually keep up with change? And I feel like, you know, we uh, as African-Americans set the tone for change. Uh, nobody's been through more than African-Americans. Uh, in this this country, in this world, and I feel like that we're we're always changing. So the, you know the thing is that you know you know we got to understand that you know diversity, inclusion, and equity is a is a real thing, and, and but it has to be shared amongst people. And you know I'm fighting for those people um, to to get more diversity in our city, more equity in our city. You know more inclusion in our city because you know our people deserve that i think we all deserve uh, to you know be in middle class and really be able to live in washington dc again uh, right now you know the affordable housing is not affordable it has to be affordable again um, when i was i was uh coming up in southeast washington you know my mom took care of two two kids by herself she worked two jobs uh, but she, you know, she was able to afford a house to, you know, for us to live in and she was middle class, you know, and, you know, right now we got to focus on a, a diverse middle class and, 
and really bring people to a certain number. This city should has enough money to have eighteen billion dollar budget um, to be able to make sure everybody is comfortable. And I just think that you know the change in our city. Of course, we see you know um, a lot of gentrification going on, and you know we're losing a lot of numbers, but. Uh, I feel like, you know, you know, we as African-Americans have been able to to cope and deal with a lot of situations and become better in those situations. So I don't think that, you know, we should more concentrate on what is happening or what we can change. And I, I think that, you know, I want to make it a city where we uh, where everybody can come back and live in our city again and want to live in our city and, and you know, make it a. Uh, you know, culturally diverse, because we the most culturally diverse city in America. You know, nobody has the music that we have. Nobody has the clothing that we have. Nobody talks like we talk. And, you know, uh, it, it, it's changed, but it's also a, a base that you can't change in D.C. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to never be able to change it. And, you know, they would have to kick every person out of this joint of color <laughs> for we change, and we'll still leave um, uh, uh, history here, so definitely you know. agree. <laughs> you know, they can't get out, they're gonna take over and say they started it. But go ahead, I ain't gonna uh. say that. <laughs> I ain't hey, yeah, yeah, but you know, saying they still be false. <laughs> you know, we, we, re we recognize false, you know, uh, from <laughs> that's a good thing about growing up in DC. You know, we, we recognize, uh, you know, fakeness from a mile away, you mm -hmm. know, so. You know, I, I said it's the, one of the most diverse cities in the world, and we're going to continue to be diverse. And uh, But we got to share, you know, and we can't, you know, uh, they, they got to they share, you know, the equity amongst the city or the city is going to uh, fall, fall to pieces. So I've noticed, um, I would say within the last couple of months, um, I definitely knew about you, you know, from the comedic standpoint, um, but I didn't know that your journey has been this long um, mm -hmm. to be, you know, an advocate for, for the DC residents, basically. And with everything that I'm seeing, I can't get on social media now without seeing Red Grant partying with, you know, <laughs> a, a go-go band. Uh, or, you know, like just actually just being out there with the people. And I appreciate that. I'm not from D.C., but to be able to be a part of GoGo and see somebody who wants to make a change in the city, but is actually out here with the people that he's trying to, you know, better and everything. Why is that so important to you to, you know, like, like just describe that for me to be able to, you know, what have you learned with actually being with the people outside and you know partying because like you said you just moved here you moved back here not just moved here but you moved back here because a lot of people didn't even know that you were from here so for you to be back you know a lot of people can say oh you know what are you going to do for us you're not even from here but you are so talk to us a little bit about that well if you i'm um, a real dc person you know i'm from here <laughs> so i don't know where you're getting that from let's stomp that um, i ain't never leave dc and uh, when I come on stage and they announce me, it says from Washington, D.C. Most of the time, it say from Southeast Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, most people know I'm from the city. Most people know I rep the city. Um, and the ones who don't, they just, I don't really think they real D.C. people anyway, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real D.C. person. I was born in D.C. General Hospital. 
I went to Holy Redeemer. I grew up in Tyler House. Then I moved to the South Side, Minnesota Avenue. Went to Sousa Junior High School and graduated from Dunbar. Uh, that you can't be more DC than that. Uh, um, but you know, my journey, like when I hang out, when I when I be out in, this, in, in my neighborhoods, they really my neighborhoods. I really enjoy people. I really, you know, this is what I do for a living. I'm not a politician. I'm a humanitarian. You know, first and foremost, uh, you know, I'm a philanthropist, and I just like to be myself. I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be false. I don't want to be a politician that has to be like, uh, even if you get see me with my suit on, you're not going to see me all tied up. You know, Go-Go <laughs> <laughs> you know, is my life. Backyard Band is my favorite band. Um, I perform with bands like Experience, um, uh, Band and Show, uh, Limited. I perform with uh, T.O.B., uh, T.C.B., I, you know, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a part of my culture and I'm not, I don't want to change it. I'm not going to change it. Uh, this is, this is my city. This is where we rep. And I feel like the people respect that. I, I don't feel like they, you know, they need another politician. First of all, that's not from here. Uh, and second of all, that's not connected with the people. You know, if you look at the DC organizational chart and a lot of people should, should research that. You know, at the top of the chart, it says residents. And then it says mayor, deputy mayor, uh, council members, uh, so on and so forth, police department, fire. But at the top, it says residents. And so, so, so often that the residents get forgotten about. And I, I refuse to let the residents be forgotten about. And I'm not going to let them. I don't care, you know, what color you are. If you're a resident of D.C., I'm not going to let you be forgotten about. And, you know, from War 8 all the way to War 1, you know, saying, you know, the residents need to be respected. And, and a, a lot of times, you know, War 7 and 8 has been forgotten about. And, you know, I'm, I'm a, a War 7 and 8 baby. So, I, you know, I just, you know, it, it's fun to me to get out with the people and laugh and, and continue to be myself and still be smart enough to, um, to lead people in a, in a proper way and, and conduct myself properly. Go ahead, Bishop. All right, so so we got Dunbar, and we got the South Side. In in just those two places alone, is so much violence. And you got don't shoot guns, shoot cameras. And in DC, I know. I mean, it's it's no way to stop the violence. And we can slow it down, but it's no way to actually get rid of it completely. I don't think in any city, not just DC. Mm -hmm. But as far as the the program that you have, how can that actually help out with slowing the violence down, bringing the numbers down? And, and, and again, we can't stop the violence, but we can slow it down. Uh, well, I agree, disagree with you as far as, you know, well, we definitely, you know, hopefully we can one day stop violence, but, you know, we definitely can slow it down. And the way to slow it down is to, to continue to put more programs in, in our cities. You know, uh, when I was growing up, we had a lot of programs. That kept us out of trouble a lot of programs you know and, and a lot of these programs have been taken out the neighborhoods been taken out the schools you know and and that's not really a good thing you know the more programs that these kids have and the more mentors they have around them the you know the, the safer they are and more most likely they're gonna um gonna go toward the right path because they have the right mentors around see it's about mentoring you know 
a lot of a lot of times, you know, we get a certain age, we forget we still got to mentor our youth. You know, I'm talking about everybody. You know, that, that old saying that it takes a village to raise a child, you know, it really does. It, it takes a, a village. And we got to become a village again. And we got to stop the hate. You know, we got to love each other more. And we got to put our differences aside. You know, you know, Willie Lynch came up with a doctrine uh, 1712 that said if you can separate uh, the slaves and, and use their differences then you can you can control mm -hmm. them hundreds of years and i think we all need to take a look at that doctrine so we can wake up and, and start loving each other again and see how close it is to you know why we are in our situation and why we hate each other sometimes and why we don't you know uh, show that love that we truly deserve so, I mean, I, I just think we deserve, you know, my program, Don't Shoot Guns, Shoot Camera, has saved a lot of young kids, and and it's, it's going to save so many more thousands of kids. And I, I was talking to Snoop, and I was telling him that, you know, I see how many kids you save, you know, just by fo playing football. just want to be that person that saved kids by, you know, shooting films and, you know, have a, a, the, the next Scorsese's and, and Spike Lee's and the biggest producers and Issa Rays coming out coming out of our program. So I, I do think these programs are very important. You know, you, you hope to save all the kids, but at least you tr you do try to save as many as you can. And I, I, that's my mission in this city, to, to save as many kids as possible. Since you uh, already brought up the football thing, tell us about the, the football team that you're working with in D.C. now. Uh, well, I coach over at Woodland. Um, over there on uh, Ward Eight. Uh, I, when I'm when I'm home, I try to go as much as possible because uh, right now I've been touring on Fridays and Saturdays. But so I, I've been missing the games on Saturday, but go to the practices. But to see these kids, their faces, you know, they just look up. I'll I be happy because they look up to me, you know, and I and I get a chance to mentor them uh, of, of, about the things that I've learned. You know, I come a long way. You know, I come from where they come from. And sometimes, you know, I did have mentors and sometimes I didn't. But most times when I didn't, I made bad decisions. And when I did, I made great decisions. So I just know how important it is to mentor these kids uh, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I, I played football all my life. I played football in Savannah what? State. Which <laughs> I was a, a superstar in football. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, like I said, I played with Shannon Sharp at, at Savannah State. It's a good friend. And, you know, football is dear to my heart. You know, a lot of things dear to my heart. Singing, football, uh -oh. <laughs> making people laugh, uh, starting businesses, you know, giving back to our community. So it's a lot of things that, you know, and 10% of my life is comedy. So people just got in uh, dig into what the other ninety percent is is real, real heavy, real deep. Okay. I ain't make it. I ain't make it past number two. I was, hey, I would like that though. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you all who are just tuning in, you guys are tuned in to Party Mo Live, the party before the party, powered by Google TV. I yeah. am Miss Justice J Bishop King, DJ Rick on the ones and twos, and we are currently interviewing the Rodney Red Grant, also known as Grant from Mayor. So we're gonna go ahead and pass it on over to Rick. You guys have a question? Your nonprofit, your nonprofit uh, program. Any success stories that you can tell us about? 
Oh yeah, uh, it was a lot of success stories. So we did we did our first core uh, uh, the summer before last uh, in Ward Eight. We had eight students. Uh, three of our students went on to college uh, to study film. Uh, Marley McDonald, she's like a superstar when it comes to filmmaking. Uh, this summer we had uh, twelve more kids in D.C. and. 12 kids in Los Angeles, and three of those uh, students are going on to film school. Uh, nice. Our, our program also places kids at, on film sets. So, you know, to us, all of our kids are success stories. If you take a look at the interviews that they do, man, you see like how these kids are super, uh, you know, this intelligent, and look at the films that they create. And, you know, they write these films. I, I don't write the film. I just teach them how to write. I teach them how to construct a, a script, but they write the script. They come up with the creative ideas. I I, I push them to, to put their they brains to work. And, you know, uh, last year, the, the the name of the film was called The Store. It was based around this young lady who, you know, was making the bad decisions as she uh, went from her house to the store and back. But she, she realized that she needed to be more focused this year we did in DC, we did our story was called Gentrify. And you know, we, we followed the story of gentrification in the city and surrounding kids who, you know, are, are dealing with gentrification. And in LA, we, we tackled the, the hard story of uh, social media. And that was the name of the, the, the movies, you know. So, you know, we, we, you know, all these kids are success stories to me, you know, and, and I hope they continue you know, and I call them daily. I, I can't get my hand off of them. I got to be like, hey, y'all make sure what you doing, what you doing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want them to be successful. I just want them to be super successful. So we got a great team that, that keeps in contact with these kids and, and make sure that they're doing the right thing. And, and all of them are success stories to me. So with your program, is it um, specifically for only for D.C. residents, for for the D.C. young people, or um, how can people, you know, get involved if they want to get involved? Well, it's, it's, um, they can go to don'tshootgunshootcameras.com or uh, dsgsc.org. Uh, and no, it's not for just D.C. residents. This is a national program, but, you know, our base camp is D.C. Uh, I feel like, you know, I'm a... I bring Hollywood to DC. That's what I call it, bringing Hollywood to DC. I don't feel like Atlanta should be getting all of the shine. I think DC has more talent than any place in the world. And I'm gonna make sure that we, you know, focus in and bring light to that, that talent, you know? So I always say bring Hollywood to DC. And you, you you know, if you got kids, if you got youngins that, that wanna be involved with film, they always got their, their phone in their hand, their cameras in their hand. Then you know those are kids you know that we we're looking for because they all got their phones in their hand. They all got cameras, <laughs> you know. So it, it it's a, it's a fun it's a fun thing, and it changes them. It, it definitely changes them. They can come in there with the meanest face in the world, <laughs> and, and after that day, they be like, "Oh, Mr. Kramer, how do we do this?" I, I was like, "Okay, yeah." That, <laughs> so you know, success stories, you know, are not always like. You know, they made a new movie, but success stories to me is like if you came in with a frown on your face and you smiled at the end of the day, that's a success story. Because, you know, uh, you know, a lot of these kids are, uh, 
not smiling as much as they should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a a lot of little kids and little dudes too, man, shooting videos off the iPhone and the iPads and with no knowledge, they just knew how, they just got the know-how, so to speak. And they just be out here and they look good, some of them. So just imagine the help and and the guidance, what they can do. Hey man, to help on the guys and then say, okay, look, you do, you do that angle, you shoot it from this way, uh, and when you cut, you cut this way, and when you shoot, you say, you know, I'm already know my cut from the shot before I shoot it, and I'm already have a structure so I won't be out there wasting time. Then I'm gonna shoot it this, 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 and this how I structured it, and it's just about structure. That's what life's about to me, you know, structure. You know, you give a kid some structure, poof, you so they can do so much. Mhm. Definitely agree with that. There's um there's actually a, a we had some people that were on the show a couple months ago with Life After the Gunshot. I don't know if you've uh familiar with them or not. I was just thinking for some reason I was just thinking I was like that would be a dope collab for you know your students to crazy cuz I I am collabing with them. <laughs> I had a vision because I was I was going somewhere with it. So I was like, you know what? That would be really dope to have your kids, you know, film, you know, what it is, what they're doing, because I know that they're trying to get more episodes off the ground and everything. Um, uh, Bishop and I, we were actually asked to create the soundtrack for it, like the intro for the for the uh, life after the gunshot. So I think that would be dope. So like I, just, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just met with them yesterday. That's crazy. <gasps> Yeah. I just met with them yesterday. Also met with um uh, guns down, gloves up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Real Brown over there. And we're gonna be doing some work together also uh with our kids and, and you know it's 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 a great time right now to do some collabs. I think our whole city should collab and, and set an example for the nation. Definitely. Definitely. It's so many visions, so many things that could happen if like you said, if everybody just Put all of these things together because you have powerful. Exactly. Pull the love out and be like, you know, let's smile at each other again. All right, yeah, we different. We all different. Yeah. We are so similar in many ways that our similarities should outshine our differences. I definitely agree. Did y'all have any other questions? Because y'all love uh, every week. Yeah, I tell I y'all, you, I can yeah, keep talking if y'all don't. I get it. I can dig it. So That's yeah. See the young Oprah out here. That's young hey. Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Hey, well, Oprah. Oprah. Don't do it. Like I will she fry you. Don't that. do it. Oh, uh, I'm about to have a fry <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was, I was actually able to uh, catch the RFK uh, little show that y'all did over there. We had had this. We had to do the uh, FM uh, Bluetooth and all that good stuff, sit in the cars and everything. That was my first time actually seeing you live. Oh, dang. I, the I, first time live, yeah. and it was on the, it was on the uh, virtual Bluetooth joint. <laughs> Damn, man. Did I have fun that night? Uh, actually, I take that back. Yeah, I had I had a lot of fun out there. Um, first time. And, and then it was our, like our first time outside in a long time, too. So we had a lot of fun. It was at the, I mean... Hell, you was at your birthplace. Basically, you was right there in the park lot of RFK. Um, I, I love that. Hey, look, I love that show because like, I, I wouldn't listen to everybody else while I wasn't on stage. And I was like, dang, this is what they hearing. This joint, like, listening to an album almost. Like, you was yeah. in your car listening yep. to an album. You get a chance to beat your horn and laugh in your car. 
And that 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 was an amazing experience because people hadn't been out in a while, and we was able to give them that that energy again. You know. Yeah. So so and that, all those all those shows sold out too. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, all those shows sold out, and I'm coming. Um, I'm I'm touring right now with Cat on my last tour, uh, the World War Three tour. We come in the. Um, Dark Constitution Hall on the 29th and the 30th of this month. So I'm super excited about that also. That's going uh -oh. to be fly. Hey, June, find out how we can get on that red carpet. I did see you out in Cleveland back in 17. I did see you out there. Oh, and uh, at the Emperor? Must have been at the Emperor. Um, yeah, I, I was I was a regular up that joint. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the tickets was it was nice and right to get on in there. And uh, I wasn't from there; I was just living there. I ain't had no nothing to do. You know what I mean? Uh, and but it, that's that's an up and close, that's up close and personal show. Yeah, you can put your feet on the stage and, and chill out. Just you watch what comedian up there; they might fry your ass. But you know, <laughs> if, if, they, if they're a real comedian, they don't fry. You know what I mean? They really got jokes. They, they don't. <laughs> You have to you gotta jump out there for somebody for me to from. If you jump okay. out there then then yeah. But for the most part, I'm I'm you know, I'm trying to tell some jokes. So coming coming from DC and they say we the crabs in the barrel. I guess we named ourselves that. So what what was the, the, the show or the opportunity that you received for like being a comedian that you was you said to yourself like I made it? Like this is it. Hmm. I think when I was 19 and I did Def Comedy Jam, my first day Def Comedy Jam, mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, that first show, like, you know, Def Jam at the time was so, like, you know, blown up. Like, everybody, if you got on Def Jam, you was, you made it. Like, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. And so I can remember Bob Sumner coming to D.C. and asking me to come up to New Jersey to audition. And I, I always tell this story, like, I went up there with, another uh, comedian from DC and he drove. And when we got in there, it was Bill Bellamy was hosting this room. This is like, this room was like the rowdiest room that you can be in. It was super rowdy. It's called a peppermint lounge. But Bob said, if you get through this room, you, you're going to be on Def Jam. So my, 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 my ride went up first and they tore his butt up. I mean, they get, <laughs> he got no love. I mean, they tore him up. I don't even think he got 30 seconds off. You know, Bill came back up there, fried him up. Naughty by Nature, everybody was there. I can remember Naughty by Nature, Queen Latifah. Uh, it was a lot, like, uh, it was a lot of people in the audience. It was like all New Jersey uh, uh, entertainment was up there. And I can remember everybody was laughing and fried. Bill was frying them. And I can remember Bob came back to was like, um, you know, right now um, it's your turn, and um, <laughs> uh, I want you to make sure you go. He yeah, he told us like, you know, I make sure you go up there. He's like Baby Russell. You make sure you go up there and and do your thing, you know, because your your man's not gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so scared that I destroyed that joint. I'm talking about to the teeth destroyed it i mean i couldn't i they don't give you for five minutes but that five minutes i said i am not getting booed i'm gonna destroy this joint and he came back and said yeah you made it and i did the apollo i did def jam that same weekend 
I did Apollo first, and then I did Def Jam. And I, and I felt like at that time, being that young, straight out the city, I felt like I had made it. And then uh, shortly after that, I did Teen Summit. And Teen Summit asked me to move to New York uh, to uh, produce uh, Teen Summit's uh, show and be a host. And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. And the rest is history. I quit my job at the Recreation Center, DPR. And <laughs> I was working at Rears Road Recreation Center. And he's Cal Recreation Center. I was like, all right, uh, it's over. It's um, official. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> that's dope. I know, that's great. All right, we got time left for one more question. So we're going to pass it over to Rick before we close you out. Okay. Uh, Justice, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that one pass because I, I got something for it. I got something for him when we go out. <laughs> okay, so I think I think Bishop had one more question. Then if you didn't, yeah, Bishop, just, you had one more. Yeah, I mean, I know you right. with, 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 uh, with Uncle Shannon and all that. You know, Club Shay Shay. Uh, what position? What position did you play? Did you was you on the bench? Like, come on, tell the truth now. Yeah, you know we can live it up now. Uh, you can definitely look it up. My, uh, I play fullback. I always tell Sh Sharp I'm the reason why he in the pros because he used to tell us give him four seconds. If I give him four seconds, you know, our quarterback uh, name was Richard Basil. He going to get it to Sharp. He going to get it to him. So, you know, I ain't stay on the bench. I have fun. I just ain't stay at school long enough. Uh, I, I kind of came. I went to another school shortly after that. And I, I end up coming back home and started my comedy career. So, I mean, I, went to, I came home and went to UDC, actually. And from UDC, I started working for the parks, and then I started doing comedy. So, But I did have that, that shining two years that I had fun. Purpose over popularity, yeah. God be moving you. God will move you where you be at. And I don't even, I ain't question them. I just, you know, I, I moved into my, my purpose. I know that's right. right. Yeah, well, I appreciate so, you coming on down. And yeah, I was about to say that. You know, I was about to say that. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Come on, Oprah. You know, anyway, before we let you go, go ahead and let everybody know where we can find you at on social media, how we can support uh, your campaign, how we can also support your nonprofits. Just put everything out there so that way, you know, we can post that clip and then we ain't got to recite it. I can just hit play and play you back. <laughs> right. You can catch me on, you can catch me on Instagram, Red Grant, R-E-D-G-R-A-N-T. Or you can catch me, uh, Grant for Med. That's the number four, med.com. Uh, we started my listening tour uh, this week on Sunday, uh, starting on Peace Street. And we'll be moving around the city where people will get a chance to just talk to me directly in person while just listen to people and, and what's, how they feel and what, what we need to change. You know, we all need to just come together and have that, that, that real conversation. So you can go to Grant for Mayor to find out where the listening tours will be. And, you know, I just want you guys to keep up. The movement is crazy. Shout out to everybody on Team Red. And I appreciate everybody who's uh, following the movement. And the movement is, 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 um, is heavy right now. And I just appreciate everybody who's 
a part of it. And I appreciate you guys for being a part of it and having me on your show tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Th oh, you know, one last one. When is voting for everybody so that way they can vote for you? All right. So voting is next year, but you can register to vote right now. And if you haven't registered to vote, and you can register to vote on grant number four mayor. So grantformayor.com. You can also become a volunteer on grantformayor.com. And you can also donate on grantformayor.com. And I always tell people, you know, you know, donate if you can. Uh, you know, if your if your max is twenty dollars, you know, donate that twenty. You know, and right now we're gonna, you know, keep pushing. We wanna be able to register um so many voters that you know we're going to have more votes than any mayor has ever had in the city of washington dc they can't put a candidate in front of me that's going to beat me uh, we're going to go hard till we can't go we want to encourage the uh, returning citizens that to vote because they can and a lot of times they don't know that they can vote so all my returning citizens make sure y'all uh, register to vote make sure all my young people uh, if you're 17, if you turn to 18 before December of next year, you can vote, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna motivate so many people to vote. Um, I call it party to the polls. Let's go. You said what? The party before the party to the party to before the polls. Yeah, the party, okay, party you know, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, party mode live. We can help you to get them get them registered voters. You know, we can do a campaign with you. Yes. What do you got to say, Justice? What do you got to say to the camp? Oh yeah. So before you go, we do need you to say one thing. So you're gonna introduce yourself, say, "Hey, this is you know Rodney Red Grant," or you can say "Grant for Mayor," and you're tuned in to the party before the party. And your laugh. You gotta do your laugh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. It's your boy Rodney Red Grant. And you tuned in to the party before the party, before the party, before the party, before the party. <laughs> Keep laughing at these fools. <laughs> Let's go. Y'all are tuning in the party hey, now, baby. We are the party before the party. Yeah. Powered by GoGo TV. Our Instagram is Justice J. Bishop King, DJ Rigging on ones and twos. And thank you very much to Ronnie Red Grant, Grant for Mayor. You guys, make sure y'all support. Go register to vote and get out here, get out here, get out here, because he's out here too. So, Rick, we're turning it over to you. Let's hey, get this right. Yeah. Backyard, you say? Yeah, yeah. I need that. <laughs> what you know about fried, fried chicken? We talking about that fried, fried chicken for your red. Vote for Grant. Make sure you get out there and register and make sure you vote. Here we go. We're going to give you a special mix before you go. We gonna give you that back, y'all, and we gonna make sure back y'all gonna back you up.
Oh yeah, I know how to put it together for you. We gonna make sure he win. Hey, we gonna make sure he win with the crank. <laughs> Live from DC, baby. That's your back, y'all, for y'all. Make sure y'all vote. Party Mo Live. Where the party is a party, party after party. Justice J, Bishop King, and your boy DJ Rick. And guess what? We got Red Grants on the song on Party Mo I mean, Thank you, Grandpa, for being on, being on Party Mola. Well, he wouldn't have went nowhere else. He's the yeah. number one show in Go-Go, they say. I mean, that's what the world is doing. Listen, that, that face right there says it all. You ain't you ain't from this area. You can't do that face. We had to take him out like that, y'all. You know how we do. That thing make you frown. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend to tune on in. Party Mo Live. We got Roosevelt Jackson up next, y'all. Don't go nowhere. Brandy Red Grant, Grant for Mayor, y'all. Live, we love you. We we appreciate you. We thank you so much for for coming into the party mode because uh you could have been anywhere, but you chose to be with us tonight. Yeah. So we appreciate you. We support you. And uh like we said, whenever you're ready to get this campaign started of registering voters and you and party mode allowed to be a part of it, we, we in already, there. 
we already started. Y'all already involved. No, I, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all already involved. The party already started. May 15th, when I made the announcement, it started. So now, y'all are part of the team now. So don't be mad if I call y'all too much. Oh, we ain't gonna be mad. We gonna be there. We need I know, I, in there. I, need I know you bringing Hollywood to DC, man. No Hollywood talk, me, man. I like to give back. I like to work with the kids too. Exactly. Man. I can do anything for the for the you know the don't shoot guns, shoot cameras. I'll be in your DMs, man. Tell your publicists, <laughs> look out for Bishop K. We coming. Right. Make sure y'all drive. You know, I got y'all numbers. I got it. Yes, sir. Thank All you right. once again, and until next time, because it's definitely gonna be a next time. Good night. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't go nowhere. We got Roosevelt Jackson up next. And uh in the meantime, in between time, in the party time, DJ Rick, why are you turning music off? <laughs> we cranking. <laughs> we cranking. Yeah. It's all about you right now. I got so excited, I ain't even I ain't know what to do. <laughs> Man, Rez, you know I watch, I watch so much comedy. It's like my man Rez over here. You know what? Um, at June, are we are we good to go? Or do we need to, you know, continue this music break? Yeah, no, because the crank don't stop. People do. Out of all, hey Rick, out of all of the shows I've seen him on, even movies, man, he's never had a dull moment. He's always oh. funny to me. Always. But that laugh always took me out for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So listen, uh, we have our next guest here, Mr. Roosevelt Jackson. And we have been talking about this guy for years because we have always been, you know, um, uh, in a collaboration with him. Party Mode Live has always been in collaboration with him. So welcoming back to Party Mode Live, we have the filmmaker himself roosevelt jackson <laughs> hey you guys what's wait, up it's your wait. girl justice j party mo live and we are here at the premiere of district queens and i have one of our the leading ladies miss kathleen also known as cat in the movie so how what was it like seeing yourself on the big screen um well every time it's like a dream come true because that's what I aim to do. So, um, but it was awesome. Unfortunately, I came a little late. Hi, my hey, hey um, I came a little late, so I was um, front row. So my neck was like this. Um, so that's what that experience was like. But it was all good. This is my second time seeing it. I came to the uh, first premiere, which was awesome. Um, and this, to the, to the second premiere, you know, he got a bigger um, room. So that was better. It all worked out. I enjoyed myself. Hey, you guys, it's Justice J here again with Party Mode Live, and I am here with the queen of the movie. So what was it like to see yourself on the big screen in such a dominant role? It was awesome. Um, I don't normally play this type of a role, and so I really enjoyed doing it. I, I have the serious side that I was able to bring out, and I love running things. You know how we girls, we run things. Of course. So to portray the females running things in this movie was a joy to do for me. Hey guys, it's your girl Justice J, and I am here, of course, right after uh, the movie premiere, and I am here to get some feedback, and then we have one of the ladies that was actually in the movie, so what was it like to see yourself on the big screen? Oh, it, was, it, it felt a little strange. It really did, but um, I enjoyed it. Was this your first acting role? It was. Hopefully it's not my last. 
I hope not either. So what were your thoughts of the entire movie itself? Um, I thought it was interesting. It kept me, because I got a little bad girl on the inside of me, so that was kind of my alley right there. So I was like, oh, yeah, these some boss bees. What's up? It's your girl, Justice J, Party Mode Live. And, of course, I had to run into the hilariously crazy, ridiculously funny Spanky. Duh. So what are your thoughts of the movie? First of all, I want to say, I got to look there. Which way did I look, look here? There. Okay, I'm sorry, because I don't really, I don't really you know. know. I know. Yeah, I wonder. Man, the movie was excellent, man. <laughs> Like, shout out to everybody that's in the movie, man. The people, um, Roosevelt, great job, man. I'm putting my bed in now to be in part two. Because if you ain't see it, then I ain't going to tell you, but it should be a part two. You heard that, Roosevelt. He, he wants to be in part two. I'm being part two. I, look, this belongs on the two. But great movie, man. Great, great storyline, man. It had you, like, to the seat, man. It was real good. I liked it. Just just a, a side note, I'm never invited on Party Mode Live, ever. For the 10 years they've been on, I've never had a guest spot. I've never been told to come on or none of that. So I'm letting y'all know now, the next time I see Party Mode Live doing anything, I'm going to throw a whole bunch of crates at y'all and do the crate challenge. The fact that he's going to stand here and lie to you guys during his interview is ridiculous. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Justice J here. And, of course, you know, I had to interview the Mr. Roosevelt of Roosevelt Films. And this movie... To be able to do something this uh, uh, this extensive, what did this mean to you? You know what? Like I said earlier, thank you first for having me and your the whole crew. We've been going back and forth. Thank you for coming out. Really, um, I usually do films. There's like social um, awareness, and I wanted to do an urban movie just for fun. I mean, that the violence, just something different, and the response is crazy because I showed it a month ago took feedback went back and re-edit and I could do more I'm gonna do my I'm gonna take more feedback and make it better and um, I'm gonna do another showing but for people to come out and say they like it love it and the, when they you could tell at the end people who don't know me I, I walk through and I listen and they laughing they they into it that mean I'm do, I did my job so I'm I'm blessed and I'm so I, you just don't know I'm just off I feel so good right now because I was able to accomplish what I wanted that's that's very important. So I heard a lot of people asking about a part two. Can we look forward to a part two? You know what? I only did. I never said I would do a part two, but I did Life According to Rashida part two and ended up being better than part one. Part two is a maybe a prequel because people say how Nico and how Robert got killed. And if I do a part two, maybe. I mean, you know, people telling me, so I, we'll see. I, I might do it. Um, I have to sit back and talk with my wife and see what she feel. And because it take a lot to do this, but the support was great. And I'm going to, I don't know. We'll see. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hello again. First, get my background. I'm, <laughs> they was trying to help me at work. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah. but thank you so much. Um, for having me, family, thank you. Of course, I know, right? <laughs> I, mean, I want to say before we started, um, we've been going, like you said, back and forth for a minute, and um, you guys have been so supportive from day one when y'all hit me, you know, and I just want to thank you, and I don't forget stuff, so if you ever need anything from me, let me know, because you guys um, have my back, I'm going to have yours, thank you. We need, some, we need some auditions, bro. <laughs> you got it, look, you know, if I... 
I'm ready. Any questions you, you want to ask, let's do it. You got the comedy with, with me. I can just act myself be an ass. I come on though. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, you, you funny guy. Yeah. I need I told, um, I told him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is uh it is good to see you again. Um District Queens, what did this movie mean to you when you were actually writing it and then piecing together the film itself? You know, um you asked me that tonight the show and um people who know know me have made a movie called In It to Win it like oh, 30 years ago. It was Urban Hood, you name it. But then I got away from it because stuff happened in my life, you know, become, you know, in the long story, homeless, sleeping in my car. Um, I could try to commit suicide three times. You know, I went, you name it, I've been through it, you know. But I found myself, got married and everything. Then we start, me and my wife start doing stage plays. Can you turn your back on God's glory was a part of um, in, it, in It to Win It. Mm-hmm. And we, we, was, we had a good run with the stage plays, but then I... I love film because I went to Bowie State for communication. So I done, have done Misconception of Father, Life According to Rashida. Um, my, one of my biggest one was No More Bully Zone, you know, and I made films that, you know, deal with social issues. So I sat back and I was like, man, um, when I was trying to shop um, Hands Up about Black Lives Matter, I was getting stuff like, well, we want to help, but, you know, you know, they, they you know, it wasn't, so I said, okay, that's cool. So it's it's streaming on Amazon Prime. They've done really good, hands up. But then I want to go, I said to my wife, I said, I want to do a, a drama, an urban drama. And I sit back and she said, go for it. So I sat down and I started writing it. I started thinking about characters and people I've met throughout my um, years. And I came up with District Queens, the Racine Robinson story. Everybody said, who's Racine Robinson? Racine Robinson is who I made up from different um, people I've met, but I want to do a twist. I want the queens, the women, to be in charge instead of always the men. And um, I took every, I'm like, how can I say, stereotype, everything you name and put it in it, but it had a story though, and I had good acting. And I wasn't sure how people was gonna like it. We showed it the first time, twice, sold it out, but it was more of a screening, so people came back and told me what they thought of it. And I took it, and I'm like, okay. So I went back, we shot it, edited it down, showed it the day, um, what, what's the 26th? And it was like, people were getting mad, Roosevelt, it was like different. And you know, cause I moved stuff around, I made the scene shorter, I, you know, the music was original, you know, and I just, listen, I could take criticism and that's what I did. And I love, I'm, I'm, I'm really still amazed at how good it's doing. And people just keep hitting me up, is it gonna be a part two? And when can we see it again? And I said, okay. Well, We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I have to admit, I'm definitely one of those people who's curious because you gotta, you cannot leave us on a cliffhanger like that for the end of that movie because we gotta know who got shot. Well, I, you know, before we finish, I'm gonna tell you my answer. So, you know, we'll do it right here before. Okay. Before, okay. Before okay. But um, <laughs> you know, it was fun doing it. Unfortunately, recently I heard um, you know, um, Miss Latoya, one of the actresses who played Miss Ebony, um pass away um and that kind of like put a damper the, the, the crew and the cast and everybody found out and we kind of like you know rest in peace and then um I had an extra miss cole who i found out um she has um 
prior health issues, she passed away. She was in the beginning of the movie, small part, but still doesn't matter. Um, and my, my, you know, my condolences go out to her family and friends. It's cold. Um, thank you so much. Um, we, I was gonna have an other parts of the movie, but it, it just didn't work out. But Miss Latoya, when I wrote Miss Ebony, she came in, I did, and just killed it, you know. And uh, she, she, she did good, and she'll be missed, um, you know. So that's the only down on this part, but yeah, yeah. She, you know, but. Yeah, so I, I, I know we, we just had uh, Red Grant on and he, he had mentioned something and what you mentioned in the beginning maybe I don't really like to keep I know I just thought I was going to steal it but I'm going to say it again purpose over popularity how you were just saying you was homeless you went through certain things you went through this you went through that and maybe you know uh, I need to take my own advice sometimes but the purpose so where you at right now is probably was the cause of what you had to go through to get here. So you can have a story that somebody else probably could relate to and somebody else can learn from. So how do you do you tell your story or only when you're doing interviews? You, you know, um, when you see my plays, I did a play one time and I put a little bit in it and a guy came up to me and started. He just one hug me and I'm like, oh, and this candy cancer man, that was me and everything. And I and I'm like, oh, and we was what was that? We was in Richmond, um, at the Jefferson Center. And I like he was like and I'm like this and I, I didn't know how my writing affect people because I love to write. If I could just write and just leave it like that, I'm I'm happy. Um do I tell my I when, when um at times, you know, um when I was writing you know, going out to promote one year down in Florence. Um, guy was on the train and we started talking and I told him my story and um, you know, everybody have a testimony and it's all how what you do with it. And I and my wife said, Man, you should tell your story. I said, No, nobody don't hear my story. I'm gonna tell other people's story, right? Because okay. it's still kinda like a dark side. You know, I'm just now getting over it because gotcha. that was one part and what happened was um in it to win it was um you know, when I was like, I had one of my scripts when I was in school at Bowie, before Bowie State was stolen from me, you know, and that's why, and that kind of like, just, you know, and I could say who it is and I, I'm kind of like past that now, but, and people who've been around me know who, what happened. So I kind of like disappeared and everybody thought Roosevelt was dead and stuff. And I just like, didn't want to be in the business no more. I tell, you know, a family, you have to just face your demons. So when it, I do talk about it, but you know, I, I I rather just talk about the project I'm doing, and you know, when, when asked, I, I hope you know, I just tell them how I got over it. You know, yeah. um, I wouldn't be here now with, you know, going on 20 years married to my wife, who's my business partner, everything, and it ain't been easy being married to me because she'd be the one to keep <laughs> me calm. Because you guys know, being independent and doing stuff, people come at you, it's cut, you know, and um. When I want to like go, she said, "Calm down," because you know I, I'm not trying to do that. Because I'm like, you know, just relax. You know, I got my daughter in college now, my son football. So I'm kind of like old school. I do this for not for fun. Um, if it happens, you know, because I know my windows closed. Mm -hmm. You know, just like that old rapper who who trying to um, you know, trying to get that last hit. So mm -hmm. I put, I, I love like just a queen was something I wanted to do. Now people say, "Oh, is he gonna do part two? When, and I'm like, I 
don't know. I mean, it was like everybody keep, first I gotta ask uh, the actors who was there, do they wanna do part two? A lot, and I already got the answer for most of them. But, I was about to say from the interviews I did, they said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I might, I might, I might, I kinda got an idea what I'm gonna do. Um, the response was great, it was a whole different audience. Um, um, I'm, I'm reaching out to is just was amazing. I did not expect what happened at the escape. We had the biggest theater. Then something told me bring some extra cheers. I had and I had my son said, "Go oh, these cheers." So we had people in the aisles and mm -hmm. cheers, and they people want to stand up. And then I sit there and I listen because you know friends tell you anything. Oh, it's a good movie and stuff. But people who don't know you, so it was this older lady there. They would say, "Well, why? Why did they shoot Jared?" And I was laughing, you know. Because he needed it, and I was like, "That's what I'm listening to." Because I'm sitting and I'm just listening to what people who don't know me what they think of it, and um, they kind of like it. And I was, I, I, and, and I put a smile, you know. I'm like, "Okay, maybe um, I got something here." So, yeah, I, I, I'm just, you know, but um, I got to keep it moving, you know. I don't, you know, I'm, I already know what my next, you know. I got, I put, if you know, um, I got this film about mental illness that Covered was done. Silence. I was just right. about to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah, right. I put that to the side because what I did was that movie um, was named, um, was another title. It was real long. I went, I chopped it up during COVID. I sat there. I said, oh, I ain't nothing to do. So I sat there. We edited. I called Cat up. She wanted the stars. We shot some new scenes, put it together, remastered it. And when you see the new one and what was the to, it's completely different. It's about mental illness in the um, black community, and you know, um, it's it's deep. And um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let them release that because I think we need we we in the black community, you know, want to hide it and and use other things and don't want to talk mm -hmm. about it and out for it. And that's what I um, address in the film. And um, making it weak. And, and you know, so that could be and then. Like I said, well, I can't wait to see that one because mental illness is something that uh, Party Bell Life we address all the time yeah. on this show. Um, for most of our listeners and supporters, they know that you know I've battled with depression and um, uh, suicide attempts since I was 17. So, and, and going to therapy, you know, once a week for the last few years and everything. So it's it's a lot that uh, people don't know. So when I did see that you were releasing Covered Silence, I said, you know what? I said this. I cannot wait to see this. And, and you know, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna invite you guys. I know it's hard with schedule. I'm, I want to do a private screen with people with you know the mental, and maybe we could connect because this right here, I want to just get it out. As much as I can, just like with my bully, yes. no more bully movie, and um, was doing good, and then COVID started, and mm -hmm. we had to shut it down. And, they, and I said, "Well, you gonna do part two? Well, at the time, my son was starting in it, and he had now he's he's like five eleven, one ninety two now. He been he's that you know, yeah. He, he's like so. I got to when I wrote it because then we stopped, and I'm like, well, I got to figure out how we gonna do this because. He's not the little that was in it, and what was it that was a year and a half ago. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's part two. You know, it's like I said, I don't really do part. You know, sequels. I did Life of to Shida two, and uh, Residue um, two was better than one, and Life of to Shida dealing with domestic violence and um, breast can cancer was um, pretty good, and that's another one that I'm gonna release 
again, because a lot of people say, well, where are you work at? Some of the stuff I did early, I did it light because I was still learning how to mm -hmm. film. And now I could go back, I got better equipment and everything, and I'm making it better. Um, I did a story about misconception of a father, that which people was really the play, the, the movie that redeemed re, redeem me because I did something called Sheets of Deception, and it was like real raunchy. And I said, I would never do it. That's why I was kind of hesitant with District Queen. So if you notice, um, people said, you got a lot of killing in this, Roosevelt. I said, well, <laughs> So do um what is it Kill Bill and uh John Woo you know so don't come mm -hmm. tell me you seen it everybody that they get killed deserve it I not say deserve it they, <laughs> they, right they did the they definitely they did it was like I, you know <laughs> and uh, I and it was funny the reaction they like because they thought I'm gonna fade to black I said uh uh I'm gonna. I had to put the FX in there and stuff and you know <laughs> they, that's what got them they thought and I put time and effort in this and money and it and um it paid it, it, I, I like it it was cool so, yeah, it was a couple of it was a couple of scenes in there i was like oh oh they about to die oh they oh they die <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, it was good though. So it was a few um, i didn't see coming but yeah overall i would definitely say you are uh definitely a very talented man and um party mode live is putting their bid in to be a part of the next one <clears throat> Hey, I mean, <laughs> you guys are so busy, right? And I mean, really, can we go back? And you know, like, what time I text you this morning? And four thirty, five o'clock, I'm in the gym working out. And people say, that don't mean you have to answer my call at that time. Right, it's, it's just that you get it out. And I yeah. just put it out. Oh, and, and, and I, 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 I said, what's wrong with this dude? He crazy. It's 3 and 44. <laughs> and I get that. But yeah, um, we make it, if we can connect, most definitely. I would love to have you guys. Like I said, um, I reach out to you, and y'all been so supportive. And, you know, and I, I, I don't forget that stuff. I don't. People know I keep it real 100. But, and I thank you so much. Um, but we're going to do a digital. Um, Queen too. Yeah, I'm gonna stop fake. Yeah, I'm gonna do it this week. I'm gonna say you, you have yeah, to. I'm gonna do it because you, you know um, because everybody wanted and um I got like I said now because of um what with Latoya I got to change stuff around because it was already up here but that's okay you know we're gonna remember her and Miss Cole in part two and um and I think just go so we'll go have a casting call and. And this time, I hope I'm going to do it live because one thing about COVID, it challenged me as a director because people will send me videos, you know, um, virtual, and you look at it, but then when you get there, I'll be like, oh, and I'm not going to hurt nobody filming because if you come out, I'm going to work with you. But it was this, that one one thing was challenging because um, everybody want to act and I, I don't want, you know, I want to give them a a platform, mm -hmm. but I'd rather do like one on one because I could tell attitudes and, right. and this, how they go work together and how this going to work. And I was able to do that because I had to do everything virtual. Then when um, we was able to film, I was real, you know, it was six feet away. We, you know, a lot of stuff was outside. You know, I didn't want nobody to get, you know, we test, you know, COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. But we got it, we got it done. But next, you know, I got to do a lot because I had to sit there and look. <laughs> And I could tell, are you here? Are you really about this? Are you about yourself and everything? Because um, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I told my wife I was going to get upset when I say this. Um, and this is for, you know, the film, you know, independent filmmakers, you know what I'm going through. Um, 
we work hard, just like you, you know, the radio okay. put a show out. And I, and I will say this because it was people came and videotaped District Queens and then they posted it. What? It wasn't just, I have no issue of posting uh, pictures and stuff, but when you put, when I get phone calls and you post the whole scene and you take it away from what I'm trying. So for example, if you're a makeup artist and you post your work, that's like somebody take your name and put your name on it. How would mm -hmm. you feel? If you're a designer, you got a nice, and you design a shirt, you put designed by Troy, they take your name and put Curtis. How would you mm -hmm. feel? So when I seen that, and then I guess, and, and the thing about it, um, don't tell me you don't understand, like you you didn't know or and stuff. And so, you know, either I'm gonna let you take it down or we're gonna do up. And that that one thing about being in this business is kind of like, wow, you know, you you, you, you post the whole scene, you know? The, dis the total and, disregard for it. Yeah. It was like more just, like disrespectful to mm -hmm. me, towards your castmate, towards everything, and the people who actually pay to come see it, because then you take it away if I want to come see, show it again. So, you know, um, and people say, and then my wife say, well, they th maybe they think they help them to promote it and everything. Maybe, but, it, you know, put pictures, but a little clip, or if you go, oh, this is my clip, show it to your friend, but why were you posting on Instagram, Facebook, and I mean, that's just the whole thing, that right there, so, you know, so I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to keep it real. For those who did it, I already said, you know, you don't, you're not going to be in no more of my productions again. I, it, it's just, I just don't, you know, and, and I have always felt that way. You know, one chance, yeah, you're sorry. You apologize. I accept your apology, but don't come to my casting calls enough like that because that's just show me at the end of the day, it's about you. You don't care about what we're trying to do. So I had to get that out there. And, um, but. Respect the craft. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to thank everybody, all the actors that was in it, that promoted, that's, that's been out there, who, who's, who's my dogs, who've been with me from day one, and who, when we were doing District Queens, they would say, Roosevelt, can we say this word? Because they know I don't use it. Use. They said, yeah. It was like, okay, fine. It was, they was just having fun. They used to, I said, no, no, you can't say that. What do you want? I said, well, and I don't ever use the N-word. Any in District Queens, uh, well, let me take that back. It did get slipping at one time. And but usually I don't, you know, I try to keep that out. But mm -hmm. um, it, that one scene, she had it, it, it slipped, and I, ah, I could have <laughs> it out. It, it was so, you know, and I go beep. So, but you know, I'm just having fun right now, you know, doing what I love, and, you know. So, where can everybody find you at to be able to support you? Okay, um, Instagram Roosevelt Entertainment, um, Facebook Roosevelt Jackson. Um, I'm getting ready to relaunch. Uh, Roosevelt Entertainment Films, my website that's working, and probably in two weeks you're gonna be seeing that up, and then District Queens gonna be, you know, um, video on demand, and um, and then the the, um, the mental illness cover, um, Silence, and probably some other stuff I got in my vault. I'm just gonna put out there so everybody can start, you know, see the work and um, hope they like it, and go have a casting call probably in January, you know, cause now it's the holiday, sit back, mm -hmm. relax until I don't do nothing during the winter time. It's too, I try to film during the cold one time, uh -uh, too cold. So, um, <laughs> so it'll be a casting call coming out. And, um, you know, thank you so well, much. we're definitely looking forward to working with you again because it's 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 our pleasure as well. So 
Um, you're you're definitely easy to work with, easy to talk <laughs> to, very relatable, and we appreciate you for taking your time out to okay. talk with us and inviting us out onto uh, your screenings and everything. So, Party Mode Live, we just you know, hey. it's, it's up from here. <laughs> it was it was a pleasure seeing you live and, and all three of you guys. Thank you so much. And like I said, anytime you need anything from me, let me know. You want me to come shoot a, a promo for you, whatever be there. It's on. Uh -oh. I, you know, I, not really, because I just want to keep, you know, and I do. Oh, I do have a video shoot. I'm coming up with, with one of the go-go um, -Go band that was in the movie. Mm -hmm. like that. You, you've seen the movie, you know who I'm talking about. So yes. talking, um, look out for that. That's going to be fun. My first Go go video. So, so when you premiere that, uh, Party Mode Live wants to be the first to premiere that. <clears throat> oh, well, definitely. You dare. You might, you know. <laughs> you know. Right. right. <laughs> well, thank you again so much, Rosebo. And, and until next time, yes. enjoy your night and remain safe. remain safe. God bless. God bless you. Bye. All right, you guys, y'all are tuning in to Party Mode Live, baby. We are the party before the party, powered by GoGo TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J, Bishop King, DJ Rick on the ones and twos. And a special thank you to filmmaker Roosevelt Jackson. And um, looking at my watch, it's about that time for Bishop King to get serious for 2.5 seconds with the moment of truth. Yeah, man, it might be a little shorter than that. We kind of pressed for time, but. I just want to touch back on something we was talking about throughout this entire uh, broadcast today, man. It's mental health. Like, it's a lot of us, you know, I've seen some posts on Facebook this week and last week. It's a lot of people that's fighting depression, man. They don't have nobody to talk to. Only time people talk to them is when they need or want something from them. It'd be your own family, be your close relatives. It'd be people you look up to, man, that's letting you down. And the whole time that person in the mirror, you got to lift that person up. You got to be responsible for you. You got to understand who you are and what you need and when you need it. And you also got to understand that nobody's going to love you more than they love themselves. So you got to understand how to love yourself. You got to understand first how you are as a person, who you are as a person, and what you are as a person, what you stand for and what you're not willing to stand for, what you're not going to tolerate. So just be aware of other people's energy, other people's toxic ways. And man, look, Look in that mirror, tell yourself you can do whatever it is that you want to. Be real with yourself. Reality is reality, man. Love yourself. And keep being you. Don't let nobody else actions make you a bad person or a user or abuser or of any sort. Drugs, alcohol, whatever, man. You know what I mean? Sex. A lot of people turn to sex. And I know it sounds funny, but real talk. Man, be safe, man. Be smart. Love yourself. And continue to love other people. Or don't let that stop you. That this man was homeless before. Tyler Perry was homeless before. Michael Jordan was cut before. You know what I mean? A lot of people ain't get record deals and still flourish and still made it. So mm -hmm. don't ever give up on your dream. Don't ever give up on yourself. And never let somebody who ain't chasing their own dreams tell you when to stop chasing yours. That is Bishop King's moment of truth off the top of the dome. But I felt like I needed to say it. Okay. That's the moment of truth. Let's go. All right, y'all. One last final shout out to our show sponsor. Shout out to PVP Originals. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram at PVP Originals for all of your photography, videography, and apparel needs. You can send emails to PVP Originals at gmail.com. Also, if you're looking for uh, to throw a party and you're looking for a DJ, make sure you guys hit up DJ Rick Sound and Entertainment for all of your DJ services, professional sound, and live stream. For more information, you can contact 202-749-7903 or DJ Rick4321 at gmail.com. 
gmail.com. And last but not least, for all of your bedroom and bath and beauty needs, you guys can head on over to pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R for everything concerning the bedroom and your bath and beauties. If you or someone you know would like to become a show sponsor or would like to have your business or services uh, showcased on the show, you can send us an email at partymolive at gmail.com because we would love to have you. And in the meantime, in between time, we are going to uh, let DJ Rick just rock out for these last few minutes because y'all already know what it is. It's the end of the show. And until next time, y'all can catch us here each and every Wednesday from 8 to 10. We love you guys. Subscribe to our channels, Party Mo Live on Twitch and YouTube, PartyMoLive.com. We love y'all. Okay. Let's go, Rick. I would have been on nine if I was on nine to five. I'm almost home. It may be for life, baby. I got something for you. I'm right, let's give him some.
come on, make your way down to Loud 66 this Saturday and catch the fight party. It may be. Yup. Y'all at?